Good afternoon and welcome to 1 p.m. Weekly News, where we bring you the latest news and stories on climate change, sustainability, and a rapidly changing world. I'm your host, Shelby Kammerer. Let's get into it. Two years ago at the UN Climate Change Conference in Glasgow, or COP26, world leaders agreed to phase out fossil fuel subsidies that incentivize dirty industry. At the time, many environmentalists spoke up to say that the language of the agreement lacked urgency and ambition. Those concerns have been proven correct. Since 2020, G20 countries' investments in fossil fuels have risen. Last year, they provided over $1 trillion in subsidies. Much of that funding comes from public money. But in Ecuador, the people have voted to stop the development of all new oil wells in the Yasuni National Park in the Amazon. The referendum passed by a margin of almost 20%. In the nation's capital, Quito, citizens also voted to block gold mining in a highland nearby the city. An indigenous leader said, quote, This is a major victory for all indigenous peoples, for the animals, the plants, the spirits of the forest, and our climate. In the UK, 1,200 academics from a large cross-section of research areas have come together to craft a letter pushing for climate advocacy. The letter is addressed to the Royal Society, a leading scientific institution in the UK with a mission to, quote, recognize, promote, and support excellence in science and to encourage the development and use of science for the benefit of humanity. The academic's letter urges the society to officially condemn the fossil fuel industry where they have previously been silent or ambiguous. The society is set to meet with a group of the letter writers at a currently undisclosed time. Meanwhile, in Canada, startup company The Better Butchers just announced plans to open a 100% cultivated meat butchery by 2024. It would be the first of its kind worldwide And in the U.S., the Department of Agriculture approved two lab-grown chicken companies this past June. Cultivated or cultured meat comes from the cells of animals, but a protein is grown in a lab without the need for a live animal. Cultivated meat producers hope to give carnivores the taste and texture of animal-based dishes without the environmental impact or animal slaughter. Next, the University of Pittsburgh and the Pennsylvania Department of Health have released new study results that investigate fracking-related health risks. The data suggest links between proximity to fracking operations and childhood lymphoma, low birth weight, and asthma. A recent meta-analysis of human health risks related to fracking showed strong evidence for local environmental contamination, including of known carcinogens. But more research is needed to draw conclusions about complicated health outcomes. In related news, researchers at the New York University's School of Medicine published results from an investigation of healthcare utilization changes after a Pittsburgh coal processing plant closed in 2016. The study showed that local residents decreased weekly hospital visits for heart-related issues by 42% immediately after the shutdown. Hospitalizations continued to decline over the next two years as compared to the three years before the plant closed. These results echo similar findings from the Allegheny County Health Department's research into decreased asthma and cardiac problems after the closure of a coal processing plant on Pittsburgh's Neville Island. And finally, tech startup Amp Robotics has developed AI technology designed to sort recycling. 
material recovery facilities struggle to appropriately sort and recover various recyclable goods. But that's important because materials that aren't recovered wind up swimming in our oceans, languishing in landfills, or being burned in our atmosphere. Currently, AI sorters are between 85 to 99% accurate, and the largest residential recycling company in the US, Waste Management, plans to invest $800 million to add them to their infrastructure. But these robots can't do everything, so keep cleaning out those peanut butter jars before you toss them in your blue bin. Those are the latest top-line environmental stories. Please join us again next week for a new episode of 1 p.m. Weekly News.